Hello and welcome to this broadcast. We are glad that you have been uh, listening to this program. And we hope that we'll be able to hear from you about this program. Today we're going to continue in our series, Don't Ever Give Up. سنستأنف اليوم حديثنا عن لا تستسلم أبدا للفشل. And I want to start by telling you something very important to me. وأود أن أخبركم في البداية شيئا يعتبر مهما جدا بالنسبة لي. I found that the last words of great people to be very important. لاحظت أن الكلمات الأخيرة التي ينطق بها العظماء هي الأكثر أهمية. They are often a summary of that person's life. And through the years, I have become fascinated by what were the last words of great persons. In fact, that became a fascination with me since the age of 16. When I heard the last words of my own mother before she died. My mother was a godly woman. Her commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ was unmatched in my experience. And just as she was departing to the other shore, she said the following words. I can hear them singing. I can hear them singing. D.L. Moody, the great preacher, said in his last day, Earth is receding, heaven is opening. John Wesley said in his last hours, The best of all is God with us. Charles Wesley's last words were, I shall be satisfied with thy likeness. Satisfied, satisfied. Peter Marshall looked at his wife just before he died and said, See you in the morning. Today, in this series of sermons from 2 Timothy entitled, Don't Give Up, we are going to read Paul's last words. Last words that he ever written down before he died to be with the Lord. Possibly were hours before he was beheaded. In chapter 4 and verse 9 to the end. Were his last words. I want you to notice one thing about his last words. This is very important. You notice that there was no tinge of bitterness in his voice. 
تلاحظون انه لم يكن هناك اي اثر للاحساس بالمراره او الشعور بالاسف there is no measure of regret ولم يكن هناك اي احساس لديه بالالم او بالندم there was no anguish لم يكن هناك احساس بالكرب او بالمشقه there was no remorse ولا احساس بالندم عما فات paul obviously was ready to die كان بولس من الواضح انه مستعد ان يموت if there was one thing that caused the apostle sorrow in his heart لو ان كان هناك شيء واحد يسبب للرسول بولس الالم في قلبه it was the lack of courage on the part of some of his christian friends in rome فهو نقص شجاعة بعض اصدقائه المسيحيين في روما doesn't mean that all of his friends and colleagues forsook him لا يعني هذا ان كل اصدقائه قد تركوه او تخلوا عنه for he mentions here in this passage 17 names لانه ذكر في هذا الفصل 17 اسما من الاشخاص but they were all scattered and only Luke the physician was with him in Rome لكنهم جميعا تشتتوا ولم يبقى معه الا الطبيب لوقا and here Paul feels deeply about being cut off and abandoned. وكان بولس هنا متأثرا تأثرا عميقا لكونه قد تخلي عنه ولأنهم هجروه. Being so far away from so many of his friends and the churches that he founded. كان منعزلا بعيدا عن الكنائس الكثيرة التي أسسها. He was away from all his loved ones. كان بعيدا عن كل أصدقائه الذين أحبهم. However, على أي حال the greatest pain أعظم ألم which is expressed in this passage يعبر عنه في هذا الفصل is when he remember his former companions and colleagues in the ministry Demas كان عندما تذكر رفيقه السابق وشريكه في الخدمة ديماس Demas is mentioned in the New Testament three times ويذكر اسم ديماس في العهد الجديد ثلاث مرات and yet in these three times you will notice very significant downward spiral ومع ذلك فاننا نلاحظ في هذه المرات الثلاث انه كان قد حدث له انحدار لولبي في حياته الروحيه a man who began right but ended wrong كان رجلا بدا بدايه صحيحه وانتهى نهاية خاطئة. I hope and pray that this will not be the story of your life. أود لو أن هذه القصة لا يمكن أن تكون هي قصة حياتك. Because in Philemon chapter one verse twenty four. لأننا نقرأ في الرسالة إلى فيليمون العدد الرابع والعشرين. Paul mentioned him as a fellow worker. أن بولس يتحدث عن ديماس باعتباره عاملا معه. Then the drift must have begun in his life. ثم بدأ التحول في حياته. By the time you get to Colossians 4, عندما نصل إلى الأصحاح الرابع من الرسالة إلى كولوسي, he was just Demas. يذكر ديماس باعتباره ديماس فقط. Finally, in 2 Timothy 4:10, وفي النهاية في الأصحاح الرابع والعدد العاشر من الرسالة الثانية إلى تيموثاوس, toward the end of Paul's life, قرب نهاية حياة بولس, it becomes Demas has forsaken. The Apostle Paul. يشار إليه قائلاً أن ديماس قد تركني لأنه أحب العالم الحاضر. Even in my own short life. حتى في حياتي القصيرة. I have seen people who began well. 
And they had so much promise for the work of the kingdom of Christ. But a few years later, they are nowhere to be found in the service of God. There can be a few things that breaks the heart of a servant of the Lord. هناك بعض الأشياء التي يمكن أن تكسل قلب خادم من خدام الرب. One of those things is seeing people who have every reason to succeed in their Christian walk and yet they choose the low road. من بين هذه الأشياء التي تحزن خادم الرب أن يرى بعض الناس الذين تتوافر لهم كل مقومات النجاح في الحياة المسيحية. I am sure there is nothing more heartbreaking for a parent than to see a child fail. A child who had great potential for achieving great things for God. But he turns out to be a disappointment to his parents. There is nothing more heartbreaking than a spouse who knows that his or her spouse has potential for God. But they choose mediocrity. Just as Paul had in his feelings toward what happened to Demas. In the same way, Abraham must have felt toward his nephew Lot. It must be the same feelings that Isaac and Rebekah must have felt toward Esau. I am sure Lot's failure has broken the heart of Abraham. Abraham would have wished that Lot was a great man of God and follow in his footsteps. But Lot loved the world. Isaac and Rebecca must have cried tears over Esau's wrong choices. Paul wept over the troubling people in the Corinthian church. And here he grieves over Demas. For Demas has decided to pursue the mirage of worldly success. Instead of serving the king of kings. The next time when there is a lot or an Esau in your life. Or Judas or Demas. And when they break your heart, I want you to remember the following. That, that in the Christian life, the deeper depth of sorrow and the higher heights of joy 
هي بعينها أعلى درجات الفرح والبهجة. They come together. يأتي الاثنان معاً. Demas has forsaken me, said Paul. قال بولس ديماس قد تركني. For he had loved the present age. لأنه أحب العالم الحاضر. Is there a Demas in your life? هل هناك مثل ديماس في حياتك؟ Someone who's breaking your heart. هل هناك شخص ما قد كسر قلبك؟ Is there someone that you love dearly and want to help so badly? هل هناك شخص ما تحبه محبة كبيرة جدا وتريد أن تساعده مساعدة جادة؟ Yet all they do is refuse and reject. وفي نفس الوقت هؤلاء الناس الذين تريدون أن تريد أن تساعدهم يرفضونك ويتنكرون لك. Is there someone in whom you have invested in your life and your time? هل هناك شخص ما استثمرت فيه حياتك وعطيت له وقتك؟ And all that you get back is indifference and unresponsive gestures. وإذا بصدى كل ما فعلت هو اللامبالات وعدم التجاوب معك. Is there someone in your life that you had high hopes for? هل هناك شخص ما في حياتك كنت تعقد عليه الأمال الكبيرة? And they end up disappointing you. وفي النهاية أصابك بالإحباط والفشل. Paul the apostle understood what this is all about. أدرك الرسول بولس كل ما تعنيه هذه الاختبارات. Demas had broken Paul's heart. كسر ديماس قلب بولس. Why? لماذا? Because he chose the world instead of the Lord. لأن ديماس اختار العالم بدلا من أن يختار الرب. In fact, that is why Paul is yearning for Timothy to come and see him. وفي الحقيقة هذا هو السبب. الذي من أجله كان بولس مشتاقا ومتلهفا أن يأتي تيموثاوس لكي يراه. Even the great apostle felt the discouragement that comes from disappointments. حتى الرسول العظيم شعر بالإحباط الذي تسببه له المفشلات. That is why in this passage twice he mentioned that. وهذا هو السبب الذي من أجله في هذا الفصل يذكر هذا المعنى مرتين. In verse 9 he said. في العدد التاسع يقول Do your best to come to me soon. بادر أن تجيء إلي سريعا. And in verse 21 he said وفي العدد الحادي والعشرين يقول Do your best to come before winter. بادر قبل أن يجيء الشتاء. If Paul needed encouragement from Timothy إذا كان بولس يريد ويحتاج إلى التشجيع من تيموثاوس Who is his young colleague الذي هو الشريك الأصغر له who am I and who you are to refuse encouragement from others? Or not seek it from other Christians? I think most of us are like the little boy. The little boy who was told that he should not be afraid of the dark because the Lord is with him. الولد الذي قيل له أنه ينبغي ألا يخشى الظلام لأن الرب معه. But the boy said. لكن الولد أجاب قائلاً. I know that. أنا أعرف ذلك. But I want somebody with skin on. لكنني أريد شخصاً له جسد. Paul was not different. ولم يختلف بولس عن ذلك. He wants somebody with a skin on. كان يحتاج إلى شخص ما له جسد. He asked. Timothy to come and bring Mark with him. ولذلك طلب من تيموثاوس أن يأتي وأن يحضر مارقس معهم. Sometimes I meet some folks who say that they don't need any Christian fellowship. مرات ألتقي ببعض الناس الذين يقولون نحن لا نحتاج إلى شركة مسيحية. I feel sorry for them. وأنا أشعر بالأسف تجاه هؤلاء. They will not survive for very long. لا يمكن لمثل هؤلاء أن يبقوا منتعشين طويلا. We all need one another. 
None of us can exist alone. We need to encourage one another. And uplift one another. I asked a great Christian leader one time. Do you ever get lonely? قلت له هل تشعر بالوحشة والضيق من الوحدة والعزلة؟ he said no. قال لا. I am too busy to be lonely. إنني مشغول جدا لدرجة أنني لا أستطيع أن أشعر بالعزلة أو بالوحدة. A few months later he called me. لكنه استدعاني بعد شهور قليلة وقال. And he said you know I didn't give you the right answer. قال لي أنا لم أقدم لك الجواب الصحيح. I have reflected upon your question many times. لقد ظللت أتأمل سؤالك عدة مرات. The truth is. الحقيقة هي أنني. I get very lonely. أنني أشعر بالوحدة والعزلة مرات كثيرة. Desperately lonely. بالوحدة والعزلة جدا. Paul felt alone and abandoned. شعر بولس بالوحدة وبأنه هجر من الأصدقاء. But he also felt lonely. وشعر أيضا بالوحدة والعزلة. He said in verse eleven. فقال في العدد الحادي عشر. Luke the physician was with him. أن لوقا الطبيب كان معه. The lonely apostle was expressing loneliness that comes from standing up alone for the truth. الرسول بولس كان يشعر بالعزلة وبالوحدة لأنه وقف إلى جانب الحق. The lonely apostle was expressing loneliness that comes from being forsaken by friends. الرسول بولس شعر بالعزلة لأنه شعر بأنه هجر من الأصدقاء. Loneliness that comes from fellow believers who do not want to stand up and be counted. العزلة التي يسببها لنا بعض الأصدقاء الذين لا يريدون لنا أن نقف إلى جانب الحق. The lonely apostle was expressing his loneliness that comes out of knowing that your friends want nothing to do with you. كان الرسول بولس يعبر عن إحساسه بالعزلة والوحشة. وهو يذكر أصدقائه الذين كانوا لا يريدون أن يقتربوا منهم. And they want nothing to do with you because you may endanger their life. وهم لا يريدون أن يأتوا إليك أو يرتبطوا بك لأنك تشكل خطرا على حياتهم. And this is how the Lord Jesus Himself must have felt. ولا بد أن هذا الإحساس كان هو إحساس الرب يسوع نفسه. When he was all alone. عندما كان وحده. All his friends have forsaken him. تخلى عنه كل الأصدقاء. All his disciples. Have fled. كل التلاميذ قد هربوا. And even Peter denied him. حتى بطرس أنكره. And the Bible said he turned and he looked at Peter. ويقول الكتاب إن رب يسوع نظر إلى بطرس. As if to say to Peter. كما لو أنه يقول لبطرس. You have promised to stay with me. لقد وعدت أنك لا تفارقني. I have warned you. لقد حذرتك. What happened? فماذا حدث? Why are you forsaking me now? لماذا تنكرت لي الآن؟ and I want to speak to you tonight right to your heart. وأود أن أخاطب في هذا المساء قلبك. you may feel alone tonight. ربما تشعر بالوحدة في هذا المساء. you may feel alone because your biblical conviction is not popular. ربما تشعر بالوحدة لأن معتقداتك الكتابية ليست مقبولة عند الآخرين. alone because you are not going with the current. منعزلا لأنك لست سائرا مع التيار. Alone because your desire to glorify God in your life is not accepted by society. تشعر بأن بالعزلة لأن خطتك في الحياة ليست مقبولة لدى المجتمع. Alone because of your refusal to compromise 
which causes them embarrassment. تشعر بالوحدة وبالعزلة لأنك لا تريد أن تهادن أولئك الذين يسببون لك الارتباك والاضطراب. If you're alone tonight, I have good news for you. إذا كنت تشعر بالعزلة والوحدة في هذا المساء فلدي أخبار سارة أقدمها لك. The Lord Jesus Christ understands exactly how you feel. إن رب يسوع يعرف بالضبط ماذا تشعر به. He experienced loneliness like no other. لقد اختبر الوحدة والعزلة أكثر مما اختبرها أي شخص آخر. The God of Heaven. فإن الله في السماء. Who was there before the creation? الذي كان هناك قبل الخليقة. For whom all things were created. الذي به وله كل الأشياء قد خلقت. All the heavens and all the stars and all the trees and all the galaxies, all created for him and through him. كل السماوات كل ما خلق هناك خلق له وبه ولأجله. And yet he stood there alone. ومع ذلك فقد وقف هناك منعزلا. To be tried by the Roman soldiers. لكي يحاكم من الجنود الرومان. He understands what you're going through. He is the only one who can fulfill your desperate void in your life. And I want to talk to you some more about loneliness in my next message. I hope that you will tune in because it's going to be my last message from this series on Don't Ever Give Up. And I want to say a word of prayer with you before we conclude. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Jesus. While he left the glory of heaven to become one of us. And he understands exactly how we feel. He understands our loneliness. Because he has been rejected and despised. And we pray that he may encourage us tonight. For we ask this in his name. Amen. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. 